<laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Clap. Clap. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for context listeners, people need to understand that Simon and I very, very rarely do anything even close to preparation. This is the least prepared we have ever been because I was walking the dog and I sent a text to Simon saying, when should we talk? We could do it now. And he said, I can't. I'm drunk. And I said, OK, now then, straight away. <laughs> it's not true. I'm not drunk. <laughs> if you could see Simon's face like I can, <laughs> you, would, you, would ex- you would be happy to say not only... Is his face quite red? But his eyes are like, and this is a phrase my dad would use. His eyes are like two little pissels in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is just not right. This is a podcast in which two friends have serious conversations about silly things. And silly conversations about serious things. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Do you like my little Easter bunny? Yeah, it seems moderately out of season, given that we are it's... steaming towards Christmas. It's uh, curious because I found it in my room and I um, <laughs> and I <laughs> I hid it. I think, it, yeah. Did, so did, I was thinking about having it while we were recording. Did you hang about? Did you hide it from yourself at some point since you've arrived? <laughs> no, I hid it from my siblings just in case they came to the room <laughs> and gobbled it. <laughs> this thing about when you're the youngest, right? Wow, I have no idea. This is a complete well, alien landscape to me. I yes, never had to hide honest. anything. Yeah, you have to eat quickly. You have to um, you have to protect everything because uh, it will be taken. It will be kicked. It will be, yeah. Wow. Yeah, welcome to my world. I mean, I'd like to think it's slightly different as a 53-year-old, but... Evidently, <coughs> those roots go deep. You're hiding a lint chocolate bunny <laughs> to make sure that you're... you're uh... Siblings don't get the munchies. I mean, the th- yeah, the thing about, I mean, if I were drunk, like just, you know, yeah, hypothetically, hypothetically, just if we were talking, hypothetically, yeah. that, um, you know, the danger, of course, is that what you think is funny is just totally unfunny for everyone else. So I'm <clears throat> slightly aware of that possibility. If I were drunk, I would be slightly aware of that yeah, possibility. Yeah, you would be aware of that if you were drunk, but you're not. And I would offer a caveat to that assertion. <laughs> Is that if not an you, assertion? It's a hypothesis. So, sorry, the hypo- <laughs> if, if you were drunk, I wouldn't be because it's seven forty-six in the morning. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay this week. Thank you. How are you? How are you? I'm all right. I've been. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm home alone now. I'm um, calling McCulkin. Um, <laughs> Holy McCulkin. Is that his name? No. Did I get it right? No. <laughs> Did I get it wrong? Yeah. You got oh, a fuck. drunk man wrong. 
I'm, I'm Macaulay. I'm close though, right? Close, yeah. It's you spoonerized him. He's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> you have to cut all of this. Oh fuck the, no! This is hi, gold. <laughs> we can't ever make lawyer money if we don't take this seriously. Like, oh come on, Joe Rogan's a billionaire. And he just shouts at people for not being him. But I don't think he shouts at people while drunk. If I were. Was he the one who had Elon Musk on while Elon Musk smoked a marijuana cigarette? I think it was. Well, I think that or, was Joe Rogan. Or was it Howard Or as Stern. I like to think of him as Rogan. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I'm home, I'm home You're alone. You're home alone, yeah. It's strange. I, I, have, you heard of, uh, have you heard of Swedish death cleaning? No, I have not heard of Swedish death cleaning. Like it's kind of like trying to one-up Marie Kondo. Gotcha. And um, death cleaning is basically a very simple idea, which is that you clean your house with the very clear idea that you are going to die and with the people who will have to clean up your house in mind. Wow. Yeah. And so the first time I heard it, it was more like you lived the last years of your life with them in mind and with the things that they would live with. Mm. But it's more like, as I understand it, a way a way of releasing people from the burden of, I'm just going to say, stuff. That presupposes that you have people to leave shit to, doesn't it? Which is, is an interesting thing. Because I think Bob and I would only be thinking, hmm, there's a house clearance team who are going to come around and sell all of this shit off or put it in a skip. Because that's what will happen when we die. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, who would we leave stuff to? We've got no children. But, and is that what you would want to happen? As yeah, to... that idea of, oh, he's just bitten the head off a lint bunny, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just the ears. Come on, he's not a monster. Um, so if you, <laughs> so I'm going to have to do some, some scrubbing what? of his side. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe you just <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> that poor rabbit. Okay, are you doing this with nieces and nephews in mind? I'm not doing it. I mean, is, oh. is it prince? Are you thinking about it in principle? Yeah. In principle, um, you know, I've got a niece and a nephew. Yeah, well, yeah, a, a young niece and nephew mm-hmm. and others. But mm. um, who I imagine? Oh, I don't know. We should we should uh, we should uh, check in with them? But I would imagine that they would have something to do, assuming we're even in the same part of, the, let's say, the same hemisphere. Yeah. That they would have something to do with my slash our estate. Well, given that when I say our estate, I don't mean you and me. Although no, that, that, that you know, hey, given the the lawyer money that's coming, yeah, yeah, that's coming down the track. Yeah. But also, you did talk about the fact that. Ruby has already said that she'd want to be involved in looking after you in your dotage. Exactly. So Dotage, what a strange word. So her relationship to your stuff is probably... It's not abstract. No, exactly. She's, what, 17, 18? Nine, uh, yeah, 19. 19. 19. 18, 19, yeah. So she's saying that now. Yeah, I know. When it's still quite hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, but also, if, if she can find that level of empathy and care in her body at that age, I can't imagine it's going to diminish, unless you do something egregious. I mean, I think it, maybe it's just it's more like it's um, just something to imagine, which is, oh, I don't know, Lee. I mean, clearly the rationale for this conversation is that I'm 
deep in, in, in the process. middle of someone who didn't death claim. Well, I, I figured that this was a thing given how many photographs of photographs I've been sent recently, <laughs> which tells me that you're... Apologies. You're g- <laughs> no, I love it. But you're going through a process of rediscovering. Yeah, I'm actually doing the easy bits at the moment, not the photographs. I'm doing the easy things, which is just cupboards that are just full of stuff that needs to be thrown out. And it took me two days with the pantry, two days in the pantry. Yeah, God, I bet. Looking at all those spices. Exactly. And there are so many, so many little bottles of Tuscan herb mix that one person could have. Oh, it breaks my heart, actually. Yeah, sweet, man. It's just how we live, isn't it? Yeah. This is the bit that nobody really tells you about, is it? Nobody tells you about the going through a spice drawer. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't mind. It's, um, it's pretty amazing. But it's also, it is a burden. No question. It's a burden of, of someone, Gabriel, who, um, who, oh, how do I say this, who believed deeply in, um, I'm going <laughs> to, like kind of collecting uh, uh, the, the things of our lives yeah. that one day there would matter. But mm. when you get in that habit, you end up with a, a dice and an eraser from when I reckon I was about six or seven or eight years old. What does one do with that? Yeah, because to throw it in the bin is to not honour the fact that it's been kept. Oh. oh. <laughs> but then at the same time, to keep it is to just drag somebody else's psychic concerns with you through life. And you're just effectively saying, okay, Ruby, you deal with this. It's exactly what I would be doing. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I would be doing. I, I don't know how to be in a relationship with this object, so I'm going to store it and I'm going to leave you to deal with it. And then she will look at it and go, shit, well, Simon kept this, so it's obviously important. And then... Chocolate and wine are not a great mix. No, because it one cools your mouth down and the other one really needs a warmer mouth. And lint chocolate has a quite, I think, a quite plasticky mouthfeel. Mm. It's not Cadbury's. Yeah. That is, that's, that's, it's, are you saying that you, because of, because of you, let's I'll just call it your life situation, that, but none of that becomes a concern for you? It's not that it's not a concern. It's not that I don't look at the thousands of books that sit against the wall <laughs> in our front room. I, I can see a good chunk of them just behind you right yeah. now. And this, this is, you know, this isn't, it's barely scratching the surface. It's not that it's not a concern. I think it's more that, when I when I think about the idea of the Swedish death clean, I realise that there is nobody who will inherit the detritus of my life. If we were to leave everything to Bob's nephews, at the moment she has two nephews, a set of twins, they are six, coming up seven. Yep. It's impossible to imagine who they will become as human beings. They're so sure. you know, they're so unformed, like most six year olds, seven year olds. They're just poor patrol and noise. I went to stay at their house not that long ago, and uh, I'd gone out to. Oh no, that was it. I'd um, I'd been in I'd been in Portugal, and I was flying into Manchester Airport, and they live quite near Manchester Airport. So I I got a taxi to their house, let myself in, and uh, they were well asleep by this point. The whole house was well asleep by this point. But I got into my <laughs> to the room that I was staying in, and they'd left a packet of Haribo on my pillow because they'd heard that in a posh hotel you get mints on the pillow but they didn't have any mints but they did have a little bag of sweets so they left a little bag of sweets on the pillow for me very cute how can i not think that they're adorable 
But the imagined relationship to the end of my life and them is so... Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know... I, it's sort of meaningless. It is. And so I'm, I'm left with then thinking, it's going to be a, you know, a commercial endeavour. People are going to be paid by the estate to come in and clear things out. There will be, you know, mm. a process whereby the designer... It will be a red-letter day for um, second-hand shops, yeah. wherever you are. Yeah, it? it will be. And also there will be some... There'll be some auction houses who will receive art and will receive furniture of note. So that means that means you would have an estate, though, right? We have two properties at the moment, and by the time my parents die, which I genuinely hope happens well in advance of me dying, because that was, that's the natural order of things, I will then have their estate as well. So that's a lot of shit to... You know, I, I, I mean, I don't just mean that's a lot of shit as in the things inside of it. But the legal stuff, there's the legal, the legal materiality of that. And when you don't have children, what happens? Where does that, where does that stuff, money, etc., go? And that's what wills are for. So we we make a decision about. Have you written? Have you got a will? We have a will at the moment. Yeah, we do. We will. We will need to rewrite the will relatively soon because the the will that we've got is a bit loosey goosey. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we will we will write a will and we will dispose of the things that we have accrued. Will you give me Jeffrey? Well, I I don't think Jeffrey will be alive by the time I die. Again, I really hope he won't be. Um, and secondly, I kind of you hope you're to... dead as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't pretend. Excellent show show title. I kind of hope you're dead as well. <laughs> I don't. I don't wish to be harsh, but you know, I kind of want to. Yeah. I want to make old bones. Gee, being human, strange, isn't it, Lee Miller? Well, it's because we keep forgetting that we're animals. We keep forgetting that we're animals because we gather all of this stuff around us and we, we Swedish death clean or we marry condo or we leave it all to the cat's home and we forget that effectively we are apes. We are, aren't we? And I think probably we keep dice and rubbers and thousands for of those books. reasons. Yeah, but actually just to forget that but we... to pretend. To pretend that we are not covered in the animal stink that we are man that was a downer wasn't it and it wasn't supposed to be because actually the thing is i think being an animal is awesome yeah 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 i wasn't actually hearing it as a as a as a kind of negative thing but i, I guess my well it reminded me because i mean i mean i hope our um midlifing uh listeners um are not too tired of all this but Although we did have an email about someone who binged, <laughs> we did. We did have somebody who binged. Was it? Was it two, four, four months? months? In two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, I bet your head was spinning. I can't imagine listening to your voice or my voice so much over <laughs> a short period of time. But yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, the word that comes to mind if I think about my experience over the last well month, really almost to the day since I got out of MIQ, was, it's just like primal. Mm. Like it's it's so animal mm-hmm. um, in the sense of it's like a reduction to basics. And I think the thing about the looking at the things in the house 
is that it's like it pulls it's like it feels like it pulls me out of that primality is that a word primality yeah, i think the word might be primordial wouldn't it be that primordialism that uh, yes that very very profoundly human sure. animalistic thing where you're just dealing with death and just goneness and yes it's something really it's like it's a i think the word would just be primal I think you would just say that primal experience. Um, I was just thinking about you saying the, the stuff pulling you out of the primal, that, you know, the, the materiality that, that kind of links us to a, a headspace rather than a, a, a meat space. Yeah, or a felt space. Yeah. Like it yanks me into humanness. Yeah. And the stuff of, of being human and, and memory and nostalgia and, and aging and consciousness mm -hmm. that I'm aware that I was aware, you know, I'm aware that that happened mm. in 1975 or, in fact, whatever the year was, but around that time. Mm. And um, that feels a long way from, you know, the very, as I say, primal care of someone dying or them caring for me as they are dying. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's instinctive and powerful, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so you're you're there now until what the beginning of December? Yeah, early December. I'll be uh, we'll be on the same time zone. We can get drunk together. Yay! So what's? I mean, apart. Although maybe we could actually maybe maybe we're due a, an actual. Could we do that? Why wouldn't we? How would we, would we, what would the setup? would we have our own, we'd sit opposite each other, opposite, <laughs> opposite each other with our microphones. I would bring my, uh, I would bring this with me. I don't know what that is. Oh, I'm going to show. I mean, I know it's a bag, but. So I would bring my Zoom. Oh. I would bring my. Slip sound. Sure. Mm -hmm. I've got two of them. We would sit opposite one another. Have you got little stands to put them on? You are an audio geek. I am now. I didn't mean to be. Well, that would be... Um, Maybe that's our we Christmas episode. We could do that, couldn't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like uh, there's been a lot of um, what's going on in my life. Mm. Again, like last week, not surprising. Yeah. Um, but what's big for you? <sighs> Stuff that I can't talk about on a podcast. Life's fine. It's doing that thing where it sort of it ticks along in the background, if that makes sense, that things continue to develop and change. Um, but also, I'm just doing the thing where I go in and, and I teach and I revalidate mm. a degree and I validate a new degree. And, yeah. and so there's stuff you know how yeah, to do. Stuff, yeah. So, so it's not that I'm on autopilot because that suggests that I'm not, um, I'm not actively involved in the material that I'm generating for people. But mm. it, it, there's a groove that, uh, that is sort of, I've been able to slip into, um, which has been quite lovely. So um, I'm just just sort of enjoying myself yeah i go away for two nights a week i stop in a premiere inn 
I sleep. What's not to like? Yeah, about exactly. That? I on, those beds. Yeah, I sleep like a like a log. Really, you like just pass out and then wake up in the morning. And go Ooh, do some yoga. So um, I also have this. Oh gosh, this is tricky. I also have a strange sense that I'm marking time. Oh, hmm. I was actually going to just ask you, um, like what 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 matters to you at the moment. It's a very hard question to answer, Simon. It seems to be related to the... Yeah. I think that what matters to me is I... Okay, so I discovered... Other than lawyer money, obviously. Obviously. But I discovered something doing this podcast with you. That I enjoy talking and I enjoy listening. And then I enjoy taking the words and chopping them up and then sending them out into the world. And ma- making making both people sound smarter than they are. Uh, by or a, sillier, yeah. or sillier than they are. <laughs> in both directions by a factor of a significant number. But I also, um, yeah, I, I like talking to people. So I've, I've set up a series of interviews with people who I want to have conversations with. And one of them will take me back to Lisbon again. There's a an actor called um, Nunu Lopes, who is um, in a, 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 a TV show on Netflix called... Um, Gosh, what's it called? White Lines? White Lines. It's about drug trade. Um, and I think it's set on Ibiza. Um, and he's he's somebody that I'm interested in because he's an actor, but he's also a DJ. So he has a really complicated relationship to the idea of an audience. So hmm. he's agreed to sit down. Or and, wide, right? Yeah. yeah. They're quite distinct. Distinct, um... yeah. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm going to sit down and have a conversation with him. I, I just had a conversation with a, 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 another another actor called Art Malik. Um, and I'm just sort of setting these conversations up, which is why I've got a bag full of Radio Geek recording equipment. Audio kit. Yeah. And that's what matters to me at the moment. Huh. <laughs> and I guess that means... So midlife, midlife has spawned... Um... Is, that, would that, is that fair to say? I think what midlifing has done is, is it opened up that... Uh, it's made me... So obviously I've been always expected to be engaged in research in all of the jobs that I've done. Sure. And sometimes I enjoy one bit of it, which is the finding stuff out, and I don't enjoy the other bit of it, which is the telling people what I've found out. You mean the making, the reporting of the stuff you've found out? Yeah. It's not so much that I don't like writing. I do like writing a great deal. What I don't really like is the fannying around of trying to get it out into the world. Talking to oh. a publisher and saying, oh, would you mind if? And then they go, oh, can you give me a draft chapter about that? And it's like, oh, can, I, can you just say yes or no? And it's all of that <coughs> stuff. You know, that, that stuff just means that I tend to write things and then just not do very much with them. Because it feels, um, yeah, it just feels that the, the, there's, a, there's a mechanism that is, is in between me and the ideas. So, what do I care about? I care about doing this, and, and Bob's part of it. So we we are involved in conversations with each other, and she's talking to other people, and so we're just mm. getting on with this. What I guess we could talk about as a research project, but the truth of the matter is, it's just a fun thing that we're doing. But and, and when I I said what matters, and then you've just said what you care about, are they the same thing? I, I'm assuming they are. Like what matters to someone is what we care, what matters to someone is what we care about. I think I think they're the same thing. 
I think yeah. they're the same thing because, yeah. you know, I guess I don't know how else to I don't I don't know how else to answer what matters to me mm. without other than yeah you know, keeping keeping the roof over my head and food on the table that matters sure. you know sure staying healthy and safe that matters those kinds of things but like I assume that we all are on the same page with those I'm always been surprised at um, no oh, that's going to be a little bit sound a little bit mean say it. No, I'm just, I just, just love how much you've just gone with this with midlife. You've gone, yeah, and you've done the editing, and each week, you know, it's it's happened quite quickly. <laughs> so I'm thinking in you, comparison to a UL's, certain part UL's of our professional life. UL's and FLs. What Simon is referring to here is that we are on a, a piece of software called Trello together, where he will regularly leave me jobs, and I will regularly ignore them. There is ignore one. Ignore them. I mean, I, I won't even. I won't even pretend at this point in my life that, I, oh, I forgot or I didn't notice. No, there's some things I read and just go, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> and I feel, I mean, I feel there's like 30% but, of me yeah, that feels just, bad just about that. Particularly <laughs> faithful listeners. Particularly, I don't care about the unfaithful listeners so much. But there's also a point where I've even said, would you like me to do this on your behalf? <laughs> you you've just ignored that, that as well. <laughs> You can't even go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's because I am. I am so. <laughs> I am so riddled with guilt that I can't say yes, please. And I think nope. I will deal with it. And then I then I switch off that particular application on my computer and forget all about it because I am really good at compartmentalizing. I didn't know quite how good I was at just going. That has gone. 